welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. I managed to get an excellent skull fort down, and also we got to find out some more information about what happened this week in the patch notes as well as the dev update, and we got a raw roundtable video from E3, so just when you thought that there wasn't anything else to talk about with E3, they proved us wrong. Let's get into it. So today I'm going to be covering the patch notes with the dev update. This dev update again was given to us by Drew Stevens and the patch notes are as follows. So it looks like every Bilge Rat adventure we're going to be getting is going to be at least two weeks standard now. So with the upcoming one that I'm going to talk about in a second here, that will be two weeks as well. So in the video, they wanted to make sure that they let us know that they are working to make sure that there are better discovery tools for crews who are looking to work together because I know right now there has definitely been a lot of trouble with crews who are late to the Skeleton Thrones adventures trying to find other crews who are willing to go and spend the time to shoot themselves up onto these thrones to get the other commendations. So if you got it in the first week, great, you were with good company. But once the second week popped in, it seemed like a lot of other people didn't really seem to be interested in it. I actually got approached by another crew, but I was in the middle of a chase with a skeleton fort key, so I couldn't really uh, couldn't really help that crew. They also talk about doubloons, and this is kind of cool because they, they go into a little bit of reassurance with the doubloons, letting you know that these are going to be something that isn't tied to microtransactions. Now, if you've been following the game like I have since uh, for a while and gone back and listened to the previous videos, you'll know already that they've never considered doubloons as a form of microtransaction. In fact, the only microtransactions that they were anticipating putting in the game back when the game launched in July was going to be the or not launched in July but when they launched they thought in July they would have captaincy and, and pets and pets would be the microtransactions that being said it's good to hear that they're willing to make sure the balloons aren't tied to any kind of pay to win scenario because that is always a fear when you're looking at quote unquote space bucks or fake currency something that isn't tied to the the normal type of currency that's in game that being said i fear that costs for items may increase as time goes on for gold because of the difference or the change in focus for doubloons to become the mainline currency. I'm worried that gold isn't going to be as hot of a commodity and as such people will sit on their gold reserves waiting for cosmetics to come out naturally that aren't tied to doubloons. It may also give us an opportunity to start buying a lot of the costumes and stuff that we might like to have to play around with that we aren't buying because gold is currently the only way to get cosmetics outside of the doubloons. Now the doubloons are in place, I think that's going to change and I think we may actually start buying stuff that we want to since we're not constantly saving gold for other stuff. So because doubloons are sticking around and you probably should be holding on to them for right now, we've got some good news. They did hear our feedback. The reputation earned from the, the Bilge Rat adventures was pitiful. It wasn't great. It was very disappointing to hear some of the people that did end up spending the doubloons on those. They're going to change it. 
And in fact, I think they're going to change it for probably the best, because if it's one thing that a lot of people are kind of displeased with when it comes to the game is that the progression through the game, gaining levels, really hits a, a steady upward curve uh, when you hit 40. 40 seems to be the midpoint when it should be the last leg of the run. And that being said, the doubloons are now going to award the letters of recommendation at full levels. So yeah, if if you're level 19 and you want to get to level 20, awesome. Buy a letter of recommendation, you'll get that instant level. If you're level 49 across the board and you have enough for three letters of recommendation for each of the uh, reps, so you've got buy one for each, you'll hit Pirate Legend in, in you know, five, ten seconds. So that's really awesome. I'm glad to see that. Uh, I don't think I didn't think they were actually going to do that. I thought they were just going to increase the uh, the amount of reputation earned by like a, a 50% or something close to that. All right. So the next thing that they covered in the video actually deals with the Megalodon. And I mentioned last week we could have them as soon as this patch. And sure enough, we did. We got them back. And it's really awesome because I've already seen a couple of them out in the wild. And they have different personalities. So if you didn't notice, there are some who will attack you. And there are some that will just swim around you. And you're never really sure where they're going to show up. But it is still kind of fun to see them out in the world. It's very immersive to see this giant shin. Uh, not shin. This giant fin cresting the water. And to do that while being chased by a galleon when you have a fort key is kind of scary because you're never really sure what's going to happen or what kind of megalodon it's going to be. And that being said, it comes and goes pretty quickly. So I don't know if there's a, a certain range that they have that you can't really, like once you get past that range, they'll leave you alone. But I kind of wish that maybe they hung around a little bit longer and posed more of a threat. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and mark this as the next item on the docket. It's still the same video, but I want to go into kind of what they talked about with the next patch. So Drew goes on to talk about next week's patch, which will hopefully come on Tuesday. In that patch, we will get our second Bilge Rat Adventures debuting Gunpowder Skeletons. And the skeletons have figured out how to pick up gunpowder barrels and, well... You get the idea. Not much is known about what will happen in this adventure, but if I had to take a stab at it, I'd say we're going to start playing around with some of those unused skeleton forts around the world. There's always they're, they're always a great place to kind of stock up, and not much is going on with them. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a mini skeleton raid that gives you commendations to earn doubloons by clearing out these forts. Thankfully, if all goes well, we won't have wait long to wait. Uh, though, regardless, I'm sure it'll be fun. Similar to Skeleton Thrones, you'll be able to get commendations through the Bilge Rats and earn titles. Uh, they're adding legendary commendations, which I think is really cool as well as giving a player uh, giving players a reason to actually do this more than just one time. So they haven't really stated specifics, and of course we'll find out when the patch comes, but I'm assuming that you're going to want to complete these adventures multiple times with different crews, and that you'll actually be able to earn these legendary commendations that will give you even more doubloons than you normally would if you had just completed them one time. So 
similar in the fashion to multiple crews giving you larger rewards for the skeleton thrones i think the more times you do the legendary or more times you do the gunpowder barrels uh skeleton event the the better rewards you'll get from those legendary commendations so the cosmetics this round sound even better than the Bone Crusher clothing, though I'm not sure how similar to the Jawbone speaking trumpet and drum these will be, but we're getting skeleton bone themed weapons. So one one thing I want to put out there, this sounds really awesome. I can't wait to find out what their what their intentions are with these cosmetics. I'm sure it looks great, but there's just one thing that I, I really want to understand, it, and that's why haven't we seen any of the Athena's Fortune cosmetics, the ghostly garbs that you get when you start becoming uh, repped with Athena's Fortune up to level 10? How come there isn't an increase in levels to level 15 to get you some of the ghostly weapons? Like, why, why aren't there swords that are broken and hanging in place by mystical powers and stuff? Or why aren't we getting these really awesome kind of glowing power uh, blunderbusses and stuff? Like, where are those? So anyway, just wanted to throw that out there for the team. I saw it in the art book and I thought I'd ask. Speaking of art book, I got my art book. I got my signed copy of art book. It only took four months, but I finally got my art book. And man, if you don't have this thing, you and let's let's just assume that you already love Sea of Thieves. Otherwise, why are you listening to my show? This art book is amazing and it's worth the pickup. I I splurged for the art for the signed copy and I'm glad that I did because it's it's great to have this kind of they <laughs> it's so great. They put a little sea serpent in there and they put a shark and a little kitty fish or kitty catfish, kitty face. We'll just go with a kitty face and a little X marks a spot on one of the uh, the islands in the front. It was really great. I love it. And being able to thumb through the pages and see some of the, the prospective things they wanted to put in the game or may come in later updates is amazing. So I got that. And I also managed to get, and this only took three months, my Be More Pirate shirt, which is the, the navy blue one that has the gold keel-hauled podcast with a couple of the uh, the skull emblems, like the one that's on the, the burn chest that I got from Rapture Replay. It, it's amazing. I love that t-shirt, and I can't wait to add that into my normal routine of, of graphic tees uh, as I start to get more and more Sea of Thieves merchandise. Uh, I love it. I can't wait to see what's coming down the line. Hopefully it doesn't take as long. All right, so getting back into some of the things that are going to be coming in for next week's patch. Uh, Drew goes in to talk about what is expected to be fixed with the next patch. And there's two things specifically that I think a lot of people have been asking for. One specifically that I know I've been asking for for a very long time. But the, the main one that they're going to work on is the double snake bite. Uh, where the visual effects for being bit by a snake show up twice. So they're going to work on fixing that. Here's the kicker, though. They're actually going to work on fixing the Skelly pistol and blunderbuss accuracy. Thank you. Thank you. I can't tell you how many times I've been mercilessly murdered by a crew of six pistol skeletons on an island for an Order of Souls voyage. They're shooting through rocks. They're shooting through trees. They can't shoot through through each other, but I'm still taking a few shots as it goes. And 
It only takes maybe three, four tops, depending on, on if you get lucky and you get a banana off. Uh, what I mean is uh, you get to eat a banana before they shoot you. Uh, but I'm glad that they're working on the accuracy because it's it's kind of out of hand. And with curse sales coming up, uh, I really don't want to have to jump on a ship and deal with an entire crew of flintlock pistol or blunderbuss uh, skeletons <laughs> when I'm trying to take on this this cursed sails ship. So thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I, I can't even, I can't wait to not instantly die to a, a freshly spawned crew of skeletons with flintlock pistols. It's just, it kills me every time. Um, moving on to the next part that I think is really interesting, uh, CJ Superpack from Player One Podcast mentioned to me on Tuesday that apparently the Galleon only takes one full wheel rotation to get hard to port or hard to starboard. And I, I was actually kind of surprised by this because we, we saw later in the notes that this is that the, the, the turning radius is off with the Galleons. They know this is an issue and I actually kind of like this issue. Uh, being able to turn a, a, a galleon hard to port and hard to starboard really kind of cuts down on the amount of time it takes to adjust when you're sailing, especially if you're trying to sail around something pretty quickly and you're trying to turn the wheel, but there's there's not as much responsiveness with the wheel as you're as you're turning it, so you don't actually feel whether or not you're turning. Cutting the rotations down from three to one gives you the immediate result of turning so you don't overdo it because a lot of the time inexperienced galleon sailors or who are at the helm will overturn the galleon to the point where they crank it all the way to one way and then have to overcompensate in six rotations to get a, get the ship back from hard to part hard to port to hard to starboard or vice versa is really crazy so I, I'm actually kind of okay with it being just one rotation. I think it takes less skill and it will be less of a, a less for people or it, it'll be a disappointment for people who've kind of mastered that that gray area between two and three turns for being able to navigate a galleon through areas. But I think it's going to be a lot more accessible for other pirates. And I think that's a a thing that we have to start looking at as we get later into the game's lifespan and making sure that people that are picking it up as a recommendation aren't overwhelmed by the big ship and the the lack of responsiveness when it comes to turning the helm. So I'm going way too deep in, into this, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that they keep it this way or they give you the option to have it just be one rotation as kind of like a quote-unquote easy mode, but at that point, just make it standard. So it's, it's one wheel rotation for all the ships across the board. That way there's less variance on people trying to understand how to sail the ship and not understanding why there isn't response. I'm going, I, I got, I'm going too deep on this. Okay. They've reduced, <laughs> they've reduced the frequency of client hangs on skeleton forts. I'm not really sure how well this is going. If they're referring to the, the hang up that comes from dying on a skeleton fort when another person is already dead and there's no one alive near the actual island sometimes it doesn't always spawn the wave or the the next wave of skeletons and you have to both or everyone on the crew has to die to kind of reset the fort to get the next wave to spawn so i don't know if this is talking about that or just about how 
the client actually locks up when you're at a skeleton forge is because there's so much going on. So hopefully they'll look into the bug about skeleton waves not spawning uh, if too many people are dead on a skeleton fort next. <laughs> Next up on today's docket, it is time for the captain's log. That's right, I had a pretty epic skull fort the other night. I hopped into a group with Gets Me a Beer, Thorwath, and Hey Hey Hey, who have been running Merchant Alliance quests for a while, but they're on their way to a skull fort and they needed a fourth, so I got to join up and we were we were but two islands away from Crow's Nest Fort. So, so far, there are two sloops following each other towards the fort and a galleon already parked there. As we get a dis decent distance away from the fort with the galleon, we pull up along it and just start blasting it to bits. For whatever reason, the galleon is just totally unprepared for us. And after laying into them pretty heavily, uh, one of the sloops that was being chased... It is actually ends up crashing into the fort. And while the other one gets in cannon rage of the galleon and ourselves, the galleon that was parked there is now fighting us and the second gal or the second sloop uh, for for this fort. I, the The first sloop ends up sinking itself. Who knows what the person ended up doing? Uh, after some exchanges and a few brave boarders on the galleon, uh, the sloops are are now sunk in the cruiser dispatched. We actually had two of our crewmates are then starting to finish up what the first galleon had started. So we had two people on the island and two people on the ship, and we kind of pulled ourselves in and kind of moored with the the fort to kind of get a better a better placement so i said that it was the first galleon that they started to finish up with because shortly after getting situated at the fort a colorless galleon has started sailing south to the fort and are now requesting an alliance thorwath lets them know that we were here first, which makes sense. You know, we we have first. Well, we weren't there first. We we killed the people that were there first. But we're <clears throat> we're there now, and this is kind of a kind of our our fort at this point. So during this short window, uh, a third galleon, not not the one that we had sunk at first, is now <laughs> sailing in on us. the The other crew recognizes this and calls for a decision. They say, "Take our help and fend off this third galleon." Or turn this all into a free-for-all. Which, after playing with Thorwath for the short amount of time that I have, I've recognized really quickly, he is just out there for murder. He will kill anyone. He doesn't care. Sloop, Galleon, solo player, even if you're just like a guy on the dock and you're just waving and singing songs from, from the dock, he'll probably kill you. So just be warned. If you ever see Thorwath, he's going to try and kill you. So we, <laughs> the, at, at this time, we're all in party chat, but a lot of us have hotkeys set up for in-game chat because we want to make sure that we keep our conversations confidential and let them know what we want them to know. So we publicly announce we will join them and share the loot. The galleon, only manned by three people, just wanted the stronghold skull and the rest was ours. Meanwhile, the third galleon has gotten in range and is starting to shoot people over to our ship. They're far enough that I was able to get a few good shots in with the cannon, but our crews shoot themselves over and, or our, our crew starts shooting themselves over and kills the third galleon's crew 
and starts dropping the anchor and calling for us to shoot cannons. Meanwhile, our ship is dealing with a couple of pirates shooting themselves over and trying to keg us, uh, with a few successful attempts, actually. At the same time, the Allied Galleon is working on the fort. So there has been some in-game chat to keep everyone up to date, and things are a little bit of a stalemate at this point. So Thorwath, Hey Hey, and myself have all taken turns shooting ourselves over to this third galleon that's parked out in the middle of the sea, just far enough out of range of for, for cannons. But we swim over there, and we kind of take turns killing the crew and, and kind of keeping their ship stuck where it's at so they can't really interfere. Around this time, Thorwath finds out two crucial bits of information. One, the Allied Galleon is a group of three, and two are already on the island. It's at this point he realizes not all of their team has been has seen all of our crew members, and he starts to convince the Allied Galleon that the Galleon parked out in the sea is shooting people over to the fort to their ship. Thorwath decides, and I, and I love this, he calls for me to, to keg take a keg over to the other ship and drop it since they haven't actually seen my name itself. So I I take a keg and I'm slowly swimming around to the fort and I make it before a shark eats me, dropping the keg at the base of their hull. The allied crew is completely clueless at this point to the point where Thorwath, at this point, he grabs his own powder keg and sets it inside and has now actually unlocked the vault. So the, the allied galleon not only thinks that the third galleon has sunk their ship, but they also don't realize that there is a powder keg right next to the vault door. So the captain is killed and the other crew opens up the vault and they start ferrying some of the stuff to our ship, leaving the skull, the stronghold skull for themselves. I'm running behind one of the guys who's carrying the stronghold chest and I just pull out a blunderbuss and kill him. Meanwhile, Thorwath has a powder keg and he blows up one of the <laughs> he blows up two of the guys and I think I think I died. I died because of the ke the keg as well. And I'm sitting on the ferry of the damned with these two guys and <laughs> the only thing I can think to say is was that you guys? Did you guys blow up the powder keg? And he's like, "No, no." And then I hear over the comments he's like no, there's another guy here with us. He's saying that we we killed them. So he starts telling me, he's like, no, no, it wasn't of us. And I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, that must have been the third galleon. What are we going to do? We got to sink them. Meanwhile, their ship's gone. So we we dispatch with the third guy and... He, <laughs> we, the other galleon is, is still kind of stuck out in the middle of nowhere. They finally get back to their ship and they finally get the anchor raised. So we're ferrying all the, all the loot because we're not really scared of the third galleon and the second, the, the allied galleon is now dead and we're getting everything on board when we see the sloop out of nowhere start sailing from ancient spire outpost. And... <laughs> This is the weirdest thing. They've got their megaphone, and all they're doing is playing uh, Pirates of the Caribbean music as they're sailing in. And they, as they're sailing in, playing the music over the over the speaking trumpet, the the third galleon, the one that has been there the whole time, stuck out in the middle of nowhere because we've been just mercilessly killing them and keeping them from raising their anchor, has now decided to go on a collision course with our ship. 
not realizing that the sloop was running parallel to us and the sloop and the galleon collide and the galleon sinks the sloop sinks we're sitting there looking at this whole crazy debacle just like really did that just happen okay um so the sloop uh captain is sitting in one of the cannon towers telling us he's like hey guys i don't want anything i'm just here for memes and we're like okay that's fine your ship sunk their ship sunk we're out so <laughs> we end up sailing back to ancient spire outpost and just turning everything it was it was probably one of the most hilarious and exciting forts i've done in quite a while it's it's right up there with hiding the fort key and dealing with a three-hour fort like there's there's so many times where i have fun in this game but Every once in a while, you get some of these stories that are just so much fun and so entertaining that you can't even believe that it actually happened. It feels like everything was staged, but that was great, and I love sailing with them. They're bloodthirsty, I gotta say. They're, they're some of the most bloodthirsty pirates, and I'm getting to meet more and more pirate legends as time goes on. So that's my story of the week, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. All right. Last item on today's docket, I want to talk about the, the round table that we got a raw video from E3 for, and this was really interesting because I'd, I'd been curious. I'd heard that they were going to be doing topics or, or talking with people on these tables at the Sea of Thieves area, but we, we didn't know like what was really going on with those. So we got a raw video that had Joni, who is currently riding across California while on vacation, and Adam Park, who is another Sea of Thieves uh, senior producer, not not Drew Stevens, but Adam Park. So make sure you guys are getting these names right in case you ever run into them. But some of the questions answered were vague. But as always, you can always count on Joe to talk around some of those leaks. So we learned that skeleton ships are going to be the first to have cursed cannonballs and that the team are working on cursed sails. Uh, they had an additional four weeks to work on the update, which would put it at the end of June. Now, this leads me to believe that they might be ready to drop the content earlier than I originally anticipated. Originally, I thought it was going to be at the end, around the 26th. I think because of the Bilge Rat adventures being two weeks, that we may actually be getting the cursed sales a week earlier, that they may actually release it in July 17th. So, Joe... We'll be back by then, and he'll probably want to announce it because it's it's kind of like the curse sales is, is what he, he likes to do, those announcements. And I'm hoping that, that this next week, when we get the skeleton gunpowder keg patch, that the video will actually drop a release date for curse sales an actual date but i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's probably gonna be the 17th now just based on how much information he let out about this uh at about six minutes 10 seconds into the video the show links the show show notes have the links to all the videos i talk about by the way so if you ever want to know what am i talking about where can i find this information the links are in the show notes i've got the timestamps in the in the video that i'm talking about right now so about six minutes 10 seconds in joe talks about the fourth update being one that will enrich other areas of the world or of of the map and i'm thinking this kind of falls in line with the mer people you know we're, we're there's a lot of stuff that is still unknown about them and to enrich those other areas hopefully we will be talking about 
what they talked about with the fall snails being the tall tails and the mer people. So that's kind of what I'm hoping with. At about 10 minutes, 20 seconds, there's some discussion about pets and if those are still something that they're planning on putting into the game. They did reassure us that while it's not very high on the priority list, it is something that they are still planning on doing and that will probably be how they start doing microtransactions in the game still. So moving on to 11 minutes, 40 seconds, uh, Joe actually rumors that priority number two for Forsaken Shores is something we've all been asking for a lot, which if anyone's been following the news about this, anything anyone ever wants from this game is fishing. It's completely fishing. The Coliseum video that we that I talked about last week has Joe blatantly just saying fishing in one of them, and he, he later tweeted that there was a leak that not many people probably got. So I'm imagining that with the rowboats coming in Forsaken Shores, we're going to be sitting on those doing some fishing, and that will be an activity that people will want to do to pass time on a ship between sailing from island to island. The only thing I'm really wondering is how the implementation for this is going to be is is this going to be something where we get fish for a new rep or is it something that we're going to be able to keep the fish or are we just using the fish for food even though there are friends next up 1740 in the video they talk about bigger ships uh they didn't say exactly when but i imagine that before the end of the year we will probably be getting bigger ships and we will probably be getting the thing everyone wants which is the man of war and it will probably have a six crew team or five to six crew team the last interesting thing about the video just kind of talks about crouching and how that was prototyped in in earlier builds it's interesting to think about this because right now you don't really have a lot of accuracy with a lot of the weapons i think the ebon flintlock probably has the best accuracy because it has the iron sight at the end of the gun barrel that being said it would be interesting to see how they try to implement crouching and if that's something that would work out in the game i don't know if i like it but then again i haven't seen how they tried to implement it yet that's probably going to do it for the video there's uh one last thing i want to talk about and that actually deals with the Sea of Thieves book. So if you have the Tales of the Sea of Thieves and you have the art book, then you're set. You're good until October. If you didn't know, there's another book being published later in the year after Forsaken Shores. It's available for pre-order on Amazon and the listing has finally been updated to represent Sea of Thieves. I pre-ordered this back on April 25th when it was secretly listed and as long as things go well, the ship date for this is going to be October 16th. So the only quote that they really have in this is, in this thrilling novel based on the world of Sea of Thieves, readers will dive into the myths and history that make up its fantastic pirate world, gaining a unique insight into the lives and the loot of the famously fearsome pirates whose legends endure and whose plunder still lies buried, ready for the taking. That's... That's kind of awesome because I know we're going to be getting three more updates by the end of the year. I'm really hoping that there's some tie-in with the novel and some of the content drops that we're going to be getting. And we'll finally get an opportunity to find out who Captain Flameheart's or where Captain Flameheart has been, where his ship has been, if he has loot that we can get. Maybe the cursed chests. God, there's so much I want to know about these these myths and these histories. What are, what are all the paintings on some of the islands in the ancient isles? Will we get giant rocks? as uh rock roc like the bird if we're, we're gonna get those is like a like a, a thing that's gonna be like swooping down and actually like hooking into the ship and trying to drag sloops off to to feed them to their birds and i can't wait to find out 
what's going to happen in the future. All right, pirates. That's going to do it for this episode of Keelhauled. I went through and I checked. I didn't see any new reviews or anything. I didn't get much information from the community this time. So I just want to throw this out there and let you guys know, regardless of whether or not I get reviews each week, I love the fact that you're still playing the game, enjoying it, communicating with each other, and the amount of positivity has been great. There's been some great stuff I've seen on YouTube, on Twitter, on uh, Twitch, and Mixer. Still get out there. Check out some of those streamers playing it. I know the Frosty crew is doing a game show, so if you ever see anyone in full yellow claiming that they're doing a loot and lore uh, game show on the Sea of Thieves, go, go do the trivia. You'll get some free loot. And he's been giving away skeleton fort keys as a grand prize to those who can answer the questions right. So if you ever see a sloop and he's out there and he's got a bunch of loot on the back of his ship, don't immediately fire. He may actually be trying to give you some of it just for answering some trivia questions about Sea of Thieves. That's going to do it for me. Pirates, I love you. Thank you. Just as a heads up, I'm going to be moving uh, next week at the end of the month. So I'm not sure how next week episode is going to turn out. Hopefully I'll be able to have it out on the regular date. But because I'm moving, things are kind of up in the air. At some point, I actually have to pack away my computer. That being said, if you want to get a hold of me, feel free. There's plenty of ways to do it. You can email me at C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. You can reach me over at Twitter at at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. My gamer tag, as always, is Captain Logan. All spelled together, nothing just like the rest of the Captain Logans. You can always see me on Twitch at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. Again, with the move, I don't know how how often I'm going to be able to stream because I still got to get everything packed, find a place, job, all that fun stuff. Anyway, pirates, love you. Hope you have a good week, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.